Today on Novell Open Audio, we've got one Martin Buckley here to tell us all about Zenworks Service Pack. What are you doing? Doritos, Ted. Mm. You're eating Doritos. Your name is not Von Nichols. Mm. This is Novell Open Audio. Mm. Nacho cheese. Do you want one? Welcome to Novell Open Audio, the podcast that eats Doritos and connects the Novell user community to what's going on in and around the Novell user community. I'm your host, Ted Hager, and I'm joined today by the evil Zenworks scientist, Martin Buckley. Martin, how's it going? Hey, good afternoon, Ted. How are you doing? Doing great. We're here to talk today about some Zenworks and what's going on. I, I guess you guys have a service pack coming up that we're going to talk about. Uh, I think some people have asked us a few questions. Okay, people have asked us a raft of questions that we got to hit. The phone's been ringing off the hook, Ted. Actually, nobody – I posted that to Cool Blogs, and I, I must be like the least read person on Cool Blogs. And, well, it's probably because I'm one of the least posting people on Cool Blogs. What happened? Nobody called in. I had a shirt, but we have shirts for all the people that sent questions. Yeah, we had about a dozen questions on the blog itself, on the comments, and people mailed me directly. So we've got plenty of things to talk about. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Before we do talk about that, though, let's talk about Cool Blogs, because, I mean, this is a project that you and I managed to kind of team up on, almost like a Confederacy of Dunces thing, where we just sort of had things happen. And you're now up to how many posts out there? Almost 40. Almost 40. And yeah. I'm slowing down because I'm waiting for the other guys to get going. Yeah, What's going on with those guys? How come, how come we're not seeing them jump in? Ah, it's a couple of things, I think. Uh, we've both been blogging for about a year and a half, two years now, and we kind of just, it's like things that fall out of your head and you just put them down on the blog. And I think a lot of the new Novell guys are trying to write a bit of an essay here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they haven't gotten it shortened down enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't gotten it uh, to uh, just short and sweet stuff. Yeah, so it's quantity rather than quality, I think, from us guys. But, uh, you know, it's picking up, and the readership's certainly taken a, a real rise in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, we're yeah. very, well, very pleased uh, on that. I mean, single-handedly, it seems like our, our friend Jason Williams on uh, Netware OES, he's, uh, he's managed to get a little bit of attention out there. <laughs> Well, it seems like anything about NetWare or Open Enterprise Server or management consoles and the management uh, console strategy seems to get a lot of a lot of blood boiling and a lot of passions going. So that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, and so the really cool thing on what Jason's got going right now is, you know, yeah, he's taking a ton of heat right now. His comments on his blog, I mean, there are, there are people that are telling him, I understand your rationale, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's, that's the polite one. That's, yeah, and that's, but that's really actually a, a very cool thing to have happening because, I mean, what's that do? That connects people in, right? Absolutely, and so, this is what Cool Blogs is all about. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, those of you who are commenting on Jason's blog, keep, keep going. Keep the conversation on with him because, I mean, it, it, he's, he's in that conversation for a reason. He's mm-hmm. learning a lot from you guys. Yeah, so. and it's not meant to be the Novell corporate spin. It's meant to be what we really think about what the direction of NetWare and the Open Enterprise Server platform is, as well as all the other products. I write about Zenworks and cables in my bag and iPods and all sorts, but uh, and our, our, our buddy, hopefully it's relevant. Our buddy Mark Schulz, he's writing about Zenworks as well out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that's interested in hitting cool blogs, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's www.novell.com forward slash cool blogs, and Martin Buckley is one of the perpetrators out there, and uh, the reason I brought it up here is Martin actually has been instrumental in getting cool blogs moving forward here. It was something that uh, 
I, I worked on a little bit, but it was mostly an idea of mine. And Martin brought in the how to get the technology going. He worked with the web team on getting a bunch of stuff moving forward. And it's, I, I think it's been a hit so far. Yeah, it's certainly a hit. So one of the questions, going back to Let, uh, yeah, let's get Zenworks. On, let's um, get on to Zenworks. One of the things I posted on the blog was, you know, we're going to do this interview on uh, open audio. What do you want to know? You know, it's the uh, ask the hard questions of the Zenworks guys. Yeah, so let, let's before before we actually jump into that, we've had you on the show once before. We mm-hmm. actually did three interviews for you, in, or with you, in one day. Mm-hmm. And the idea was that we were going to leak them out in about three or four weeks. I shouldn't say leak, because that's probably a bad word. But uh, we were going to put them out there in three or four week time frame. And we put up the first one, part one. And we never continued from there. Well, brain share happened. Well, brain share <laughs> happened, you know, scorched earth afterward, yeah. And uh, so there's a bunch of stuff that I think we want to get out that's still from that first interview or from that first round of interviews. But let's start, let's just remind listeners, those people that are tuning in, what is Zenworks? Give, give the quick idea of what Zenworks is. Oh, quick. Um, wow, you put me on the spot now. The quick, the quick answer. You've got machines, desktops, laptops, servers. You need to manage them. Zenworks will help you deploy software, get the operating system out there, you know, get patches onto these machines, tell you what's installed, what you're using, and all do that from a central point. It lowers the cost of managing these machines, and it basically lets you do it with a real small IT team. And what are, what are the platforms that we're talking about these days? Because you, you and I worked on the product line together for quite a long time. We were partners in crime on it. Mm-hmm. But back then, we focused on Windows and Netware, Windows and Netware. And we added uh, Solaris, I think, and for zero, tiered electronic distribution. We added Linux and stuff like that. But... What are the platforms these days? It's mainly around what customers are using. Obviously, Windows desktops, Windows servers, NetWare servers, open enterprise servers. But more and more in the last year and a half, we've added Linux support. So today, our core focus, uh, core focuses for Zenworks, Zenworks suite itself are really managing your Windows desktops, running in a mixed environment with NetWare, Windows, and Linux servers in that mix, and managing your Linux desktops and Linux workstations and Linux servers as you deploy them as well. Let's hit Linux desktops really quickly because, I mean, a, a lot of people are... The, the buzz out there about SUSE Linux 10.1 was pretty good, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I think there's kind of like this... There's this thing going on in the market right now where a lot of people are like, what they hold back from this new SUSE Linux Enterprise Desktop 10? And people have looked at Novell Linux Desktop. There's The progress on the desktops happened. What kind of features are there for Linux desktops? So there's a few things. Um, and obviously we're working closely with the SUSE Linux team who are building the desktop and the server OSs. But the key things are getting a grip of the manageability. So if you look at where... Linux is in most organizations. It's kind of snuck in at the edges, the traditional model. But now what we're seeing with the advent of things like SUSE Linux Enterprise Server 10 and more and more SUSE Linux Enterprise Desktop 10 is wholesale replacements in areas that make sense. That's what we're expecting that can happen where... Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're seeing, you know, work group and workspace deployments of the server, you know, replacing, you know, fixed function workstations in, on the desktop side. And most organizations are saying, we're not going to do what we did with NT4 10 years ago. We're going to build management into the plan from day one. And that management story, we're hoping, is Zenworks, because we have a very strong story about getting the OS deployed. Hey, guess what? We've been doing Zenworks imaging, getting the OS, that Windows in this case, down to the desktop cleanly for about six or seven years. We're going to be doing the same for Linux. We can, you can do this today. You can take SLED and image it down to your machines. You can deploy software, you can deploy patches, you can deploy updates. But most importantly, on top of this, if you're in a desktop world, we can apply a policy that manages that environment today. So as SLED 10 comes out, we'll have an update to Zenworks Linux management. That's the product that manages Linux, guess what? Um, 
and we'll actually start enhancing a lot of the Linux management capabilities as we go forward in the next six to 12 months as well. And that's SUSE Linux Enterprise Desktop 10 when Martin says SLED 10. I'm and, sorry. You know, interesting thing, no problem on that. The interesting thing, though, about that is you're saying that we can manage Linux desktops. Microsoft's Get the Facts campaign, which uh, may be not about facts. I, I actually call it the Microsoft International Linux FUD campaign. Uh, that, that campaign actually talks all about how there is not uh, any management for Linux, and that's why it costs more. You're saying this is. Are, are there competitors to what you guys can do cross-platform-wise like this? Not really. Um, so there's a few things. Go back to the Microsoft um, FUD campaign, the Linux FUD campaign. You know, International Linux FUD campaign. FUD Microsoft International Linux FUD campaign. Very good. Um, they're trying to compare 2006 Windows management with 1986 Linux management, which you know, we've seen people do that before, and it's not quite working. But really, if you compare like with like, really Zenworks is the undisputed leader in the cross-platform management stakes. We can manage Windows, we can manage Linux, and we can really manage the mixed environment very, very well. And for customers who are looking at taking that leap of faith in some cases to dropping Linux into their environment, you know, they can, say, you know, they can stand proud with Novell and say, we've got the support, we've got a great quality operating system with this very, very strong, but also the management's there as well. So not only can you deploy it, but you can manage it and keep the costs down across the board. Works well. Cool. Yeah, and that, that gets out of the way the what the product is about, gives people an idea. Mm -hmm. Windows desktop, Linux desktop, all this, all this different stuff. Zenworks is a product about management, one-to-many management, making people more efficient. Mm -hmm. um, now, let's get into some of the questions that are out there um, about this. And one of the questions, I, I think, let's get this one out of the way because I think it's probably not going to uh, hit the core of what you're wanting to talk about today with Service Pack 1. But uh, one of the things that uh, somebody asked, this is actually Chris Rolf out of the U.K., it's, uh, maybe maybe uh, that's where you're from. Sounds like it. Um, the question is uh, about Zenworks Asset Management, and he asks uh, if you can give some details on what the direction of the product is, how it's going to develop, uh, will there be the ability to, in the future to install things like collectors, task servers on platforms other than Windows, and will a Linux agent ever be offered as a non-additional cost option? Wow. Good question, Chris, and I hope and you get the T-shirt for that. It's not just one question. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him with an I Ask Tough Questions shirt. That's good. So Zenworks Asset Management, um, for those that don't know, we acquired this technology um, as part of an acquisition of a company called Tally Systems about 15 to 18 months ago now. And the key thing that this brought was very, very strong asset management. And today this runs on a Windows infrastructure and collects information from your Windows, your NetWare, your Linux, and your Unix machines that are out there. So to address Chris's points somewhat in order, um, will this move cross-platform? The answer to that is categorically yes. We will be adding Linux, specifically SUSE Linux Enterprise Server, and Open Enterprise Server support underneath Zenworks Asset Management sometime next year. So we'll be making this you know, available so it runs across your broad, you know, your broad infrastructure without any problems there. The next part of that question from memory was, um, will you be able to actually have the Linux collector as a no-cost option? And the collector, let's just be clear, what, what, what does the collector actually do? It's just an inventory agent that runs on a Linux server or a Linux desktop. So it basically just sits there and runs on a regular basis, collects information about the hardware and the software, and sends it up to your management server so you can show what's actually running on the box. Got it. All right. So today we actually have um, two components, well, three components inside Zenworks that do Linux collection. One of them is from Zenworks Asset Management, and this is a chargeable per-device licensed option. 
And this is what Chris is referring to as, a, as an additional cost. The second two are actually Novell homegrown options. One of them is inside Zenworks server management, and one of them is actually inside um, Zenworks Linux management for doing you know, inventory. What we're going to be doing in the future is bringing those three technologies together to have one common Linux inventory agent for all of our Linux platforms desktop and server, and not just the Novell and SUSE distributions either. So, to Chris, to answer your, your question specifically, in the future we will have a specific Linux collector included as part of the product that is part of the core product offering. And for a mere five ninety five per machine? <laughs> for a bag of Doritos, Ted, I'll... <laughs> the, 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 but his question was, by being included in the product, that It'll means not an additional cost it won't be an additional. It won't be an additional right, cost. So that's, that's what the plan is right now for that. Um, and what else did he say? I guess that pretty much gets that whole question there. Chris, uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, sending you an email to ask about shirt sizes and so on. Uh, let's see. Let's get another one in here. Um, so the general question on, uh, on his, I guess, still not quite in the service pack side of things yet is... Uh, Win32 apps, and this is more of a general question about Novell. A lot of different installers come out of Novell from different product groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy actually, uh, who, who wrote this in, this is Grant from Woodgrain. That's all I got on you, Grant, so you need to send us an email to let us know uh, more about you. Um, but Grant actually uh, posted on the Cool Blogs question there, when are all Novell apps going to use a similar installer? Because he got done pack repackaging uh, Messenger 2.0, the instant messenger mm -hmm. for enterprises, uh, had to repackage it so it worked with Zenworks. Is there is there any kind of like a one ring to bind them all kind of unification that's being driven across the company for installers? Yeah, we're slowly but surely trying to influence other product teams. Um, to really use the Microsoft installer MSI packages for anything that's a client installation on Windows. The reason being is that it's a de facto standard. Zenworks 100% supports it. And it's what customers are used to using. It doesn't require any repackaging to deliver things using Zenworks or any other tool, to be honest. So GroupWise 7 was one of the first non-Zenworks products to use MSI. And I think on the Back to Cool Blogs, Ted. Um, we did actually have a thread on Cool Blogs talking about how you can use Zenworks to deploy the, the GroupWise 7 client, um, which is packaged as an MSI. So, again, there's a lot of learning going on in other teams. GroupWise 7 is there. Um, hopefully, in the future, we'll see things like, you know, secure logon, Messenger, there was an example you used there, and maybe even things like the, uh, the Novell Client 32 technology using an MSI install as we move forward. All right. So we're trying to drive that. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, it takes a bit of time to get things moving, but uh, the GroupWise team have taken the admirable lead, and uh, that's working well for our customers. Okay, let's let's get the uh, Service Pack 1. Uh, we specifically set this up to talk about Service Pack 1 for Zenworks 7. And let's why don't you give us an idea of when, about the time frame it's coming and what's going to be uh, notable about this. So... Normally, we don't, norm we don't normally talk about support packs or service packs in, in this type of forum. But there's several things I want to talk about for Zenworks 7 Support Pack 1, which I think will be very interesting to the, uh, the, the listeners of Open Audio. You've got features, don't you? We've got features. We're sneaking features into a support pack, which is a, a big no-no, but we think it's going to be useful here. The first thing's um, not really a feature. It's more of a product quality thing. Um, we're hoping to ship Zenworks 7 Support Pack 1 Towards the, oh, here's where I have to hedge my bets because there's probably lawyers listening. Towards the end of July this year. Okay. Are we okay with that? July-ish. July-ish is good for me. All right. 
Um, and really one of the key things we've done in Zenwork 7 Support Pack 1 is really focus on quality. We're in a closed beta program right now with some of our largest customers and some of our customers who have really quite interesting environments. And we're really putting this thing through, the, through its paces. Does it work well? Are you able to upgrade cleanly? You know, really putting this thing through the ringer and making sure it's really high quality. And that's working well. And again, this goes back to other areas of Novell saying the same thing. I think you've had Ken Muir on, uh, cool, on cool blogs say exactly the same thing about GroupWise 7 support pack 1. Quality and customer satisfaction are really, really at the top of the list right now for our support packs, and Zenworks is no exception. After that, it's really some new features we're adding into this support pack. And um, So you're polishing the edges first, but there's also going to be some... <clears throat> some new stuff to make this good for your customers. Um, the first thing is bandwidth management. You know, we're adding inside Zenworks 7 support pack 1 support for trickling applications down to desktops. Now, we've always had some features like this inside Zenworks. You know, we've used things like the, the Novell application launcher cache, the Now cache. We've had things like checkpoint restart and some awareness of location. And we, and we did some work on this a few years ago, Ted, to try and get this put together. But the Now cache, if we look at the Novell application launcher and how it cached, that wasn't really anything about bandwidth management. In fact, it, it could really clog your bandwidth because uh, we just sort of slammed the data down to the drive. So hopefully you, you, nobody deployed a big application while you're out on the road on, and you've only got a modem dial-up connection. Mm -hmm. so, so what we've added in Zenworks 7 Support Pack 1 is the ability to actually use bandwidth trickling from your infrastructure servers, NetWare, Windows, or Linux. Remember here, this is a mixed platform environment, down to your Windows desktops and laptops inside or outside your firewall. So this is really making a big difference for you know, some of the larger patches or some of the larger applications you need to deploy on a regular basis. How's that going to be managed? Like, how, is, it, is it something that the administrator sets? Is it something that the user has to set? Or is it auto-detected for bandwidth? I mean, how, how, how does it know what rate to trickle things down at? So we're actually using a Microsoft technology called BITS, the Background Intelligent Transfer Service. And that will actually use all of your pipe unless something else is using the pipe. So, you know, you've got to, you know sitting here in the office with a one meg wireless connection because we're at the far end of the building. Um, you know, I'm using my uh, laptop to do other things, group-wise, maybe do some customer work or something, and there's no bandwidth available. Zenworks will just sit back and say, hey, I'm not going to do a thing for distribution until the bandwidth's available again. And that's true inside or outside my firewall on a wired or wireless connection. So really, really help us here. Okay. Um, and in terms of the administrative impact, it's going to be an additional console one checkbox. So inside the application object, if you can visualize this inside console one right now, we're going to have an extra checkbox in there that says use bits. It's just that simple. And by default, that will be turned off so we don't make any major changes to anybody's environment or their, how they expect this thing to work. And if you turn it on, it'll just start trickling the applications down to your users. So that's the bandwidth management side. The next thing we're going to be doing inside Zenworks 7 Support Pack 1 is really working on how you can deploy the, the, the support pack. So, again, this goes back to what me and Ted did, wow, how long ago? Four years ago, five years ago, talking about Zenworks server management? Something like that. Um, we're going to be using Zenworks server management, the tiered electronic distribution capabilities, to actually use Zenworks itself to install and upgrade itself. So you can now use Zenworks to push out Zenworks. Does that sound cool? That, that does sound cool. It, it sounds kind of obvious, though, too. I mean, it's a... It, it's a software distribution it, product. It, it should be able to distribute itself. But, I mean, a lot of people don't understand that uh, 
there's the whole idea of if you remove the if you, if you're about to remove the product that's installing itself, there there's a little bit of a bootstrapping issue there. How do so, you get it to come back up? So there's a few things we've done on this. So one of my colleagues in uh, in support and engineering, a guy called Martin Irwin, who you probably should get on uh, Open Audio. He's pretty interesting. All right, and he's Australian, so it adds to the mix. Um, we've got an Australian already, Caitlin. Oh, that's fine. You're dead then. That's fine. Um, He's actually done a lot of work with engineering, with customers, with support, really working on the CPKs, which are the uh, software packages that we use inside ZenWorks Server Management, to actually get ZenWorks 7 to install as a clean install, as an upgrade, all the various permutations on Linux, on NetWare, on Windows. So you can actually go from you know, really having nothing deployed to having a fully functional ZenWorks installation without requiring visits to sites or even walking through the interactive installation. So for customers with ZenWorks in place already or customers with a large and sprawling infrastructure of servers, you can do this from the center. Test, you know, go through all your modeling and all the things you need to do before you go live and then deploy using ZenWorks. It should be very, very cost effective. All right. Um, one of the things that uh, got, uh, one of the people that asked a question was Brian Thornson and uh, or Thorson. He actually asked the question about Kerberos because mm -hmm. he'd heard that that at Brainshare, I guess he heard it was going to be in Service Pack One. Mm -hmm. I think you got back to him on the blogs, but let's get that one out there as well because some people may have heard that Kerberos support was coming. Yeah, it's a great question, Brian, and uh, I've talked to you offline on this, Brian. Let me give some background on what about Brian's environment. Brian is um, he's working at higher education customer, so. You know, generally education, universities are very, very Kerberos-centric, having a mixed environment of, you know, Unix, Linux, Windows, Oh, you mean his, the environment he's managing is yeah. higher education. I, I thought you were no, just no. paying more compliments to Brian. He's a, okay. smart, he's a smart guy. I'll give him that. He deserves another T-shirt. Um, but Brian is managing a, a mixed environment at this uh, university, and they're Kerberos wall-to-wall -wall for authentication and authorization. And he was asking, will ZenWorks ever utilize Kerberos for, you know, in his environment? So... I went and asked the engineering guys and some of the, my peers in product management, and the answer to the support pack one question is a kind of, sort of, but the real answer that Brian's looking for is in the next generation of ZenWorks, which is codenamed Brimstone, we will be using Kerberos authentication um, pretty much if it's present. So we will be making some changes under the covers and how we do authentication um, using some of our new... Um, you know, open source authentication modules, which you've probably talked about with Bandit Project. Um, but really, Kerberos, that's really going to be mainstream in the Brimstone release. You had to throw out the Bandit Project, didn't you? You I'm had to sorry. mention that. We did a whole interview with Pat Felstead. We had it set to go for the Bandit announcement on Monday. And, well, I, I don't know how else to phrase it, but um, Mike lost it. So, you know, Back to Brian's question, Kerberos, there's a little bit of it inside SP1, but for your environment, be looking at Brimstone, which is next year, for uh, main integration with your, um, you know, your Kerberos servers and all your ticketing that you're doing there. All right. Uh, so uh, any other new features coming up? Oh, there's a lot, Ted. Um, platform support, we'll be supporting SUSE Linux Enterprise Server 10. Okay. Um, you know, just generally polishing the product, making it really robust, and, you know, continue to build on the success we've had with ZenWorks 7 in the last year. Well, that puts us at the, uh, I guess, then, good overview of what's going on with Service Pack 1, uh, but then that leaves us also with two other questions. We had the, uh, the Console 1 come up, mm -hmm. and then we have also, uh, there's been a question about, you know, is there going to be an 8, what is it, and you mentioned a brimstone, Okay, coming up. So let's 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 first start with the consoles. Okay, so um, consoles. 
So Zenworks Desktop and Server Management today use Console 1 as their management consoles. Okay. The main reason behind this is we've got a a lot of Zenworks management tasks inside the console already. So creating applications, managing policies, all of the good things that Zenworks administrators do day-to-day, that's all in one place, in one console, Console 1. Now, moving away from that, we've been very, very careful. You know, the Zenworks engineering team, when it comes to consoles, we're very, very cautious. You know, we don't want to move from Console 1 to something that's not right. You know, so we've been very careful in using the right tools you know in our development process and the next generation of zenworks the brimstone project again that will be moving to a web-based interface and that's called zenworks control center and you know there's not a lot i can uh, give you in a in a five minute overview here but uh, for those who are interested it's going to be web-based it's going to be really clean and new looking um using a lot of ajax and the, all the nice web wismos you'd expect you know in 2006 um it will plug into iManager, so you can actually have iManager doing single sign-on into the Zenworks control center. But really, for the Zenworks admin guys, whether you're help desk or architects or anybody using Zenworks for the uh, admin functions, web-based, that's where we're going to go next year. So since, since you're uh, saying that uh, you can't get quite into it right now, I, I presume also some of it's... Uh not quite fully determined how it's going to work, but are you going to be blogging about that on Cool Blogs? Are you going to be showing any screenshots or anything so I'm beforehand? Yes, yeah, so I'm working on a few things on this. Um, we've just gone through another engineering milestone for the Brimstone project, and that's moving along incredibly well. So the Zenworks engineering team are really, really cranking out on the, on the Brimstone project right now. And I hope later this summer to be doing a, a Cool Blogs post on this and also doing some more you know, discussion about what's happening with Brimstone and where it's going and everything else. And tell you what, when it comes, you know, August time frame, how about I come in and talk a bit more about Brimstone? Okay, great. great. So, you know, for those that asked, Brimstone is the next generation project. We will be moving from console one to a web-based interface. And Brimstone, you know, I expect BrainShare next year will be talking a lot about this next generation Zenworks. You know, I forgot one question now that we've is hit there another one? major items. Yeah, uh, we had Tad Moore actually ask us the question that said, he says, we're in AD-free environment. He means Active Directory there, I, I presume. Um, and he says that they want to be sure that dynamic local user, this ability to populate users down to the local workstation, continues mm-hmm. to work with Windows XP and potentially Vista and uh, he's heard from uh, an SE, Novell's uh, sales engineer, uh, sometime back that this would go away at some point, uh, and, and that would be uh, after a significant overhaul happens in the product. What, what is the future, future of uh, dynamic local user, and are we going to continue to help people manage Windows workstations without having to have Active Directory in order to manage local accounts? The short answer? Yes. yes. The short answer is dynamic local user is still important. It will stay around and will help people manage without requiring somebody else's directory. Right. That's the short answer. The, the longer answer is going back to Brimstone. You know, how do we really cope with people's changing work environments and their expectations for security and managing their systems? And within Brimstone, absolutely Vista is part of that management story, managing a mixed environment of Linux servers, Linux desktops, Windows servers and Windows desktops, including Vista. So in the short term, um, TAD, dynamic local user for Windows XP, absolutely core part of the Zenworks functionality for customers like yourselves. As we move forward with Vista, 
will continue to deliver dynamic local user-like functionality. It may not be called DLU, but who knows? Things will, you know, that may stay the same in terms of naming. But in terms of the functionality you get today, we're going to be delivering that. Cool. And you, you know something? I, I, as you know, I'm pretty wrapped up in the desktop Linux side of the world these days. But uh, there's some cool stuff in uh, SUSE Linux Enterprise Desktop for that kind of thing right there. We're actually able to populate accounts um, out of Active Directory onto Linux boxes. And that's so, very cool. So that's, you know, that's, that's actually one of the things that it's almost the reverse of what dynamic local user is. If you do have Active Directory, mm -hmm. we'll be able to borrow accounts from it for people who are on laptops. They can walk away and log in offline as well. And so the true same on SUSE Linux Enterprise Desktop Free Directory as well, just to clarify that. Uh, absolutely, but I, I think... Well, maybe that, maybe that does clarify something. I hope our listeners would expect that from us. But uh, So anyway, Martin, thanks very much for uh, coming into the studio, giving us a little bit of an uh, overview of Zenworks. Is there anything else that we need to say? John's a Dorito. Okay. <laughs> thanks very much, Martin Buckley. And that concludes this edition of Novell Open Audio. Remember that Novell Open Audio is a production of Novell Users International, along with Novell. And all of our content is provided to you uh, by the guidance and direction of our listening audience. You can send in your request to openaudio at novell.com, or you can send them in, post them by uh, rating this program or other programs, and put it in the comments section. We uh, do read all of your comments that you send in. Uh, we thank you very much for listening this time, and we'll see you next time.